Hey everybody, thanks for listening. These recordings are from our 2023 women's retreat entitled Seen and Heard. These are some bonus episodes that I hope you enjoy. Let's look at 2 Peter 3, uh, 1, 3 through 9. It says, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He has given us his great and very and precious promises so that through them you might participate in the divine nature having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil oh hi hey Michaela. um we're in second peter one three through nine um so let's see we have escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires for this reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, to goodness knowledge, to knowledge self-control, and self-control perseverance, perseverance godliness, and godliness, and I added this, sisterly kindness, <laughs> um, or sisterly love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting what they've been cleansed from in their past. Mm-hmm. And so um, we can all be all of these things when we choose, mm-hmm. right? It's the same that we're talking about. Love is patient. Love is kind. We can be patient when we're happy, mm-hmm. when we're feeling great. Life is good. Mm-hmm. There's no stress. Mm-hmm. But is it natural for you to live out 1 Corinthians 13 mm-hmm. on a regular day in and day out situation? And as we've talked this weekend, it just makes me laugh because the simplest things Kelsey was talking about and um, Stacy was talking about brushing their children's teeth. <laughs> you know, putting them in an armhole, you know, holding, you know, doing games, doing whatever it takes. So when I look at that, I go, well, it says, but for this reason, make every effort, you know, we're, you know, to add your faith. So we have to consciously, intentionally strive to live our lives to be kind and gentle patient, Mm -hmm. compassionate, and loving. And it may not be your natural way, you know, of talking or communicating. It may not be the first way of thinking and acting in your life. And so I just added this little thing. So many of us took Jess's life language class. And if you haven't taken it, you've probably heard enough about it to know that there's people like me who are called a mover. And I'm very high on the mover list. I'm like 67%, so there's seven life languages. My number one is called a mover, which means... A shaker? Kind of like a mover and a shaker. It's um, action, fixing, getting the job done, rather than... Asking questions, being sensitive or kind. <laughs> if I'm in a hurry or I'm anxious or not thinking or making every effort, my go-to is not gentleness or kindness. Does anyone relate to that? Um, or is it just <laughs> Yeah. 
So, and it's, and I put on there, we all have our top number one language we speak from, okay? But if we want to communicate to our spouse, our new husband, our roommates, you know, our coworkers, uh, we have to consider how they communicate. Um, so, and then we have to attempt to relate to them in their top language. So mind be mover, if somebody wants to work alongside of me, they might say, hey, let's take a walk and talk. How do you feel about that? I would love that. I, you know, the best times I've ever had is when one of my friends was in town and we literally would start on a path and we call them walkabouts because sometimes it would end in an hour and sometimes it would end in four hours. But we, you know, solved the world's, you know, problems from that time. You know, whatever we were doing, we prayed together, we talked together, we walked through life together. Um, but that's the kind of personality I am. Versus the person who wants to, let's sit and talk. How are you feeling? My son, his number one is a feeling. So I need to be able to talk with him in the way and listen to him in the way he communicates. My husband is a contemplator. His first way of working with people is he has to think about everything, every aspect of everything before he does anything. So for me to be kind to him is different than to be kind to me, you know? So to, to the person who, you know, likes to organize, you might go over and help them organize one day. And that's their life. That's the way they're going to feel loved by you or feel like I'm being kind. How can I help you organize the drawers or organize this event or whatever? So I think that the way in relating to people is definitely, you know, interesting. And my husband, um, when we met, the first thing he used to say is, I need to think about it. And so I was like, well, let's just go. Come on, let's make this happen. Let's go out tonight. Let's do this. And he was like, if you need an answer now, it's no. And I'm like, okay, you can think about it. <laughs> Just kidding. So the, my, my point being, we all need to think about the other person we're dealing with to be kind. And that is a big issue, you know. And so for you guys... You know, there's lots of uh, scriptures in kindness, and I would just, you know, have you look them up because they're all amazing. God made us the way we are, which is awesome, mm -hmm. but we're also made to be able to relate to other people. Mm -hmm. So, Amen. thanks. Thanks. Amen.